0: together growing in faith-changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the epistle of St. James, chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 9. My brethren, show no partiality as you hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothing comes into your assembly and a poor one in shabby clothing also comes in, you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, have a seat here, please. While you say to the poor one, Stand there or sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions amongst yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved my beloved brethren, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to the rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom? which he has promised to those who love him. But you have dishonored the poor one. Is it not the rich who oppress you? Is it not they who drag you into court? Is it not they who blaspheme that honorable name by which you are called? If you really fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by law as transgressors. My dear brothers and sisters, St. James talks about the issue that is affecting the community. He, he, he allows us who are the readers to enter into the dynamics of his community. And he addresses those issues. Uh, We call these things social justice issues, Uh, things that needs to be looked into and corrected. And he brings in interesting and valid arguments. But the question is, what James talks about, are we also struggling with? Has it remained with the church, with society, till today? And partly, yes. And so James says, do not show partiality. Do not treat people differently based on what they have or what they don't have. And it gives us an example of how a rich person who walks in in gold rings and fine clothing and in our days drive beautiful, great cars, lives in mansions and has fat bank account and how those people are treated uh, against those who have nothing. And so we, we, we are asked to, to be careful at how we treat each other. You know, uh, I often say this about most of our churches. You know, you, you could come to, to Mass and you could come to the church service and nobody will notice you. Nobody will know you. Nobody will care about you. And you'll walk away. You could be with this community for two, three weeks and nobody will even dare call or ask for your name. But there's also another problem. While the first one, it's about, are we really a community that cares for each other? The second one is we tend to judge people by their money, their cars, their clothing, their social status. And so we, 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 we use people and people want to be acknowledged because they have money. The third one is We deal with people differently based on their culture, their race, their gender, their educational level. And all these things are are dangerous. That a person from this cultural background will always behave this way. Or you find that some people have privileges just because of their race, just because of their language, just because of their cultural beliefs. Ah. And so today we are being asked, we are being challenged to look into the truth of our lives. In our our lives, in our churches, in our parishes, in in, in our diocese, in the country, in the church. Do we respect people for who they are or for what they bring? In some communities, people, because of the money they have, are treated like kings and queens Their places are reserved. They make all the rules. And those rules don't apply to them. They are a selected few. And so the Lord challenges us deeply. And so we need to to look at these instances in our lives and, and ask ourselves, is this what god is asking of me then the lord says he has taken the poor the outcast the untrained and he has called them and he has trained them he has sanctified them if if i go back into my own life and into the ministry I realize that it is all grace that we can serve. It's because of his grace that we have what we have. It's because of his grace. And so we we are called to, to treat others with utmost respect. And we do this because they are made in an image and likeness of God. How do we treat those who help us at home? The so called domestic workers. How do we treat those who do our garden? How do we treat those who work for us, who report? To us? How do we treat the poor on the road? The poor in our midst? How do we treat drug addicts? How do we treat alcoholics? How do we treat sinners? Are we a community? that is willing to love, accept, and work towards healing and fully, holistically human restoration. Is there room for forgiveness? Is there hope for a better life? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Today do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. Today do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Tend then, O most gracious, advocate thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son,